okay, let's take a step back here. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cut to um, the inside of the It Is In Fact A Ship. Cacophony, you see Alana very expertly navigate up onto the deck, open a hatch, and drop down inside. Look, I, I, I assume this is her ship, darlings. She does know how to open it, rather rather like someone who is very used to it. Okay, do you follow her down? I absolutely do. That doesn't explain what it is or why it is. In fact, when I follow her down, I want to do a dramatic of course. A dramatic jump, like a superhero jump, and land with like my what like with two legs up and my both hands on the ground. It's very attractive. Uh, what? Roll an acrobatics check. You got it. <laughs> I do not do very well. What was Wait, it? no, I got a fifteen. That's fine. I, I was it was up high, and I just saw the eight of of, uh, of Juliana's healing. Fifteen. You managed to do the cool superhero landing. Excellent. And not fall on your ass. Well done. You basically had to not roll a one. Excellent. Um, <laughs> my, my cake flutters behind me. <laughs> So, uh, on the inside, this does very much look like a nautical ship. You see uh, Alana move to the back at first, which appears to be some sort of cargo bay, look around, appears to be checking for something, then heads uh, towards the bow of the ship down a narrow hallway, sort of knocking on doors as she goes, peeking in. She reaches the door at the end of the hall, goes inside, and appears to climb up into another hatch. I follow her every step of the way. What is going on? on here uh speaking of Juliana and alviva have you made your way into the ship as well i mean for lack of anything better to do i guess well <laughs> we, we can't be much help out here i'm sure i just i don't understand what we're looking at i i'm sure it would all make sense eventually you're not in this room no i'm not i'm i, I can hear you can hear me in your head saying <laughs> Oh, you get- I am the little devil on your shoulder going, oh, whatever. Oh, get oh, out. This is, get, get this out is of terrible. <laughs> I don't want this. One of us should stay outside and keep watch. Do you want to do that, Jillian? <sighs> yeah, yeah. This is this is really kind of freaking me out a little. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Then you stand watch and I will follow them in. Okay. Elviva, it doesn't take you long to catch up with Cacophony. Uh, you see Cacophony looking up into... It, she's, she appears to be standing in a, what appears to be a rec room of some kind, but she's looking up into a hatch that you're guessing Alana has just gone up through. Okay. I'm going to leap up and try to climb up the hatch. Okay. Um, there is a ladder, unless you oh. want to do the leap. I, I, I will use the ladder, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> in a very, okay. in a very a- attractive way, of course. I, sh- I should note that even though it doesn't look like I'm wearing a corset or anything that's supporting my bosom, it somehow has not moved immaculately <laughs> during every, every maneuver I've done. <laughs> okay, so Alviva, you see a cacophony uh, as though performing for an audience that isn't there, attempt Uh-oh. to sexily climb up the ladder in, in through the hatch. Yes, the audience is all in her head. Yeah. <laughs> you never know who's watching. <laughs> right. Google Earth always taking pics. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and uh, and once she's up there, I before I embark on the ladder, I call up and say, "What do you see? Is it safe?" Uh, Cacophony. You look over, and this is a rather large open room. Um, the bow of the ship appears to have two glass windows, almost in the shape of eyes, looking out ahead. But um, you see a. Very large, very ornately carved chair, and sitting in it is the dead body of an elf. There's a dead person up here. (laughs) And Alana is currently rushing over to, like, she knows he's dead, (laughs) but she is still 
like almost futilely rushing forward to check to see if she can do anything, anything at all. She she is sh- sort of like turning his head from side to side and muttering to herself, "Oh, Captain, what did you do?" Mm-hmm. I will I will finish my climbing up and move over with her. Okay. And uh, just kind of look around to see if there's any identification marks or anything that, well, obviously he is dead. I do not have any reviving spells. You do not. So I mostly just get up there, look very serious, and flounce around uselessly. (laughs) I'm having trouble holding serious and flouncing in my head at the same time. (laughs) It's cacophony, and I... Uh, it's cacophony, so flouncing is about as serious as she can get. <laughs> but she is trying. <laughs> so, Alviva, I'm assuming when you hear there's a... What do you do when you hear there's a dead body up here? Uh, yeah, well, um, if it's dead, it's obviously not a danger, so I continue my climb up the ladder. Okay, you see, uh, as just described, a uh, a dead elf in this very ornately carved chair, and Alana just sort of... At this point, she is stopped touching him for the most part, but she is sort of stepping back and very visibly contemplating something. Mm-hmm. My dear, um, my dear, I, I'm not sure where you're from or, or where your friend is from, but we can see to f- a f- proper funeral of whatever kind he would desire. He would prefer a, a, a burial in the void, but we'll see to that later. There, we... I've- she's she's kind of caught up, and as she's sort of like tripping over her own thoughts, um, Alviva, you look over at this body, and you see this guy is wearing this the the elf in the chair. He's wearing a pendant. Uh, it is an insignia of a butterfly, uh, and you recognize this. Yeah, thought so. Uh, and I I lean close to look at it a little closer, and I say, you know, the least we can do is say the elvish prayer for the dead before we leave him and go on. But this. This symbol looks very familiar to me. Okay, uh, roll an intelligence check real quick. Two. Intelligence save. Two. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously not going to be much help here. You um, you recognize it. You don't know from where. Yes, exactly. You just know that you know it. Perhaps something from my childhood. But yeah, at that point, Alana says, all right, the captain's quarters will have... We'll, we'll we'll have the tracker for the other lifeboat. I need to get down there. And she heads back towards the hatch. Of course. Uh, would you want us to do anything particular for the body in the meanwhile? I will say the prayer. If you could get him to the cargo bay, that would be good. Of course. I don't know where that is, but we will find it. It's, it's the back of the ship. And she heads back down the hatch and back down the hall to one of the rooms that she had knocked on the door of. And she tries the door and she can't. She can't seem to get it open. Okay, I, I peek down there. Would you like me to open that door for you? Some help would be nice. Uh, Alviva, dear, since you have a bit more arm strength than I do, could you perhaps carry him gently to the cargo bay? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, car- I'm carrying a dead elf by myself. Just dragging him down the <laughs> <Yes>. hall. <laughs> the way he wanted to go. <laughs> he wanted to go. I, I gently leap down and follow her, and I do pull out... Um, I don't know if I have anything. Uh, I, I pull out some some stuff and try picking the lock. Okay, uh, this would be a thieves' tools check. I don't have those. Can I do? I don't imagine a sleight of hand would some help. Stuff. What was some stuff? Uh, I, I was thinking like I was one of those people. If you want to pull out a hairpin, I can I, give you the check, but with disadvantage. I'm fine with that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, do I have like a bobby pin that I can pull out? Because of course I do. Okay, uh, make a dexterity check with disadvantage. Okay, because you're trying to pick a lock with a bobby pin. <laughs> 
Let's see how this goes. 23. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what hell of a body pin. It's about eight inches long, right? For the record, she rolled a 23 and a 25, folks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you, with a few deft twists of the bobby pin, managed to unlock the door. You turn the knob, open it, and as it opens, there is this rush of air from behind you, Mm. like the room itself had been a vacuum before you opened it. On the inside, you see... It's a it's it looks like a captain's quarters on a ship. Uh there is a bed, there is a desk, there are some charts. There appears to be some kind of uh silver dish on the desk and on the bed you can see the enormous body of some kind of humanoid creature, hmm. easily 9 feet tall, encased in some kind of wood-like material. But as the fresh air rushes into the room, you see the material start to crack. And split open. My god, what is that thing? <laughs> what emerges from it is, there's no way to better way to describe this. This is a nine-foot-tall bipedal hippopotamus in a naval jacket. Okay. I stare at it. Uh, for a moment, I am actually speechless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as as the wood splits open, he th- this guy, this hip- this hippo dude reacts immediately. He sits bolt upright and immediately rushes for the door towards you and right before it looks like he's about to deliver like the worst haymaker you've experienced in your life, he stops and looks over at your shoulder and goes, "Ma'am," and then immediately stops and salutes Alana. I look at Alana. Oh. Uh, Elena, I look, I, Elena, I look back at the hippopotamus man. I look at Elena. I look back at the hippopotamus man. I look at Elena. Do you know this gentleman? Uh, to with that, Alana says, "Stand down, Mister Hurst. It's fine. She's with me." <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go get Juliana. Alana's like, "That would be a good idea." <laughs> I flounce down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alviva, uh, as you're sort of depositing this body in the cargo bay, you see Cacophony appear. Shortly behind Cacophony is. Alana and an enormous hippopotamus dude. You don't actually, you've never seen a hippopotamus. So this guy looks extra alien to you. Yeah. And I stand there and wonder and look at the three of them. I linger on this guy, this hippopotamus dude. I heave a heavy sigh and I say, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And then I look at them. I think, I think we want to get Juliana. That, that's what I am actually seeking to do. And I stick my head out and I go, and I go, Juliana, my love. Don't say things like that. It's weird. <laughs> of course, darling. <laughs> anyway, we are all in here and it would probably, in, it'd probably behoove you to join us. Also, um, there is a Mr. Hurst here. I believe he is quite unlike most people that you might have seen, at least as, as much as I have seen. And I have traveled all over the world. So I assume you are in the same state. Well, that's kind of presumptuous of you. <laughs> At this point, Mr. Hurst turns to Alana and says, Yo, is she always like this? <laughs> <laughs> to which Alana's like, near as I can tell, yeah. And uh, Julia is really encouraged to come in now. <laughs> and Alviva looks and says, It's okay. It's an acquired taste. You get used to her. <laughs> All right, Juliana stops pacing around the ship where she's basically started to wear a hole into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And pokes her head in. All right, but, like, I look, I really think that we should probably keep an eye on things. There's supposed to be other adventuring parties in the woods, and I 
really just think this is (laughs) (laughs) of course darling look at it this way he's not a spider this is an improvement on my day (laughs) (laughs) and at this point mr hurst again turns to alana and says hey 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 are they like in are they in the dark they're in the dark aren't they they don't know anything good day mr hurst (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I, I decided not to tell the groundlings about the, the crashed spaceship. That was, that was, I feel like that was a good call on my part, Mr. Hurst. Juliana? Juliana? What? What is a spaceship? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you traveled all over the world and I would know less <laughs> than you. I, I certainly have traveled all over the world, but you are you are studied in religious matters and I assume history. So uh, one would assume that you know more about these sorts of things than I would. What do you think religion is? <laughs> things where you look up at the stars and describe meaning, of course. And you look up at space, you know, so space and, and ships that are in them, I assume. I don't know where to start, so I'm just going to ignore that. Because if I have to deal with explaining the basic idea of faith and and God and the heavens and how they are and how heavens are not space, then <laughs> we're going to be here all day. And I'm still trying to deal with a ship in the middle of a swamp and and everything seeming awful. I have not been able to sleep lately. And now there is this and groundlings. I don't know what that is. And some kind of I, I do believe, just to clarify, Juliana, that groundlings are us. And makes my ears ring. I am not a fan of what is happening and I cannot start with religion with you. Please look away from me right now. Hi. And then she and then she snaps her head over to over to the strangers and says, can you just start from the beginning? I do not have time for this today. By the way, Mr. Hurst, uh, <laughs> Mr. Hurst, do allow me to introduce us. I am Cacophony, and this is Juliana, and this is Alviva. And he just kind of gives you a little wave and says, hey. Where are you using his name? You don't know him. We don't know them. I, I, I heard his name from, uh, from uh, Elena, dear. That is not even how you pronounce her name. <laughs> I'm changing how I pronounce my name with, her name with every pronunciation. Yeah, Alana looks very tired, by the way. And then she turns to Hurst and says, this this would be, by the way, why I didn't tell them. Yeah, because I feel great now. We've really challenged all of your thoughts and belief systems here, haven't we? Uh, Mr. Hurst. I had to deal with a lot of spiders this morning. Mr. Hurst, pardon me. Do you like wine or chocolate? Oh, I like chocolate. I give him some of my chocolate. <laughs> okay. Um, he takes a bit of it, and it's like, his hand is larger than your head, so but he takes very daintily takes like a little piece of chocolate between his thumb and forefinger, and then just opens his enormous trap of a mouth, places it on its tongue, and then just closes it with an impact you feel could probably crush a skull. Ooh, is it not delicious? <laughs> and as he as he's as he's eating the chocolate, he's like, so long story short, we're from outer space. I see, I see. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you do. We're what? What? No, they just they just said Juliana that they're from outer space, my dear. Yeah. Do you know what that means? That that means um, the sky. Yeah, religion apparently is up there. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes that, that is that is right. Alana looks like she's nursing like a little tension headache right between her right between her eyes, and she's like, Alana, okay, dear, so- w- w- would you care for the last of the wine? 
I think that would be awesome, actually. I used my fourth goblet. I don't know what happened to the other ones. I've just tossed them <laughs> over my shoulder. I'm a litterer, I guess. Um, and I, I pour the last of my wine and I present to, uh, uh, Juliana to snatches it. <laughs> um, she's like, okay, so she points at the sky. We're from up there. All right. We were in an altercation with another ship in the atmosphere above your planet. We both crashed. And now I'm trying to find the rest of the crew so we can get out of here. I see. I see. Well, of course, we will help you with this. Great. <laughs> she's, does, she's not sure how to feel about that, visibly. Juliana slaps her hands on her head, rubs her temples. Ethel <sighs> knows that we are weak, and yet she has for strength. <sighs> oh, look at me, strength. What is happening? At this point, her, Mr. Hurst appears to notice the body of the captain on the floor of the cargo bay. And yeah, who is that? That's uh, that's uh, that's 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 the captain. Uh, oh no! Why is there a body on the floor? Did we just find this? He was he was trying to land the ship, and I guess I guess he couldn't. I guess and Hurst is like visibly upset about this, and then he turns to Alana and says, "I guess that makes you the captain." And Alana's like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, so what of your other crew members? Uh, who should we be searching for? And Alana goes back to the captain's quarters and said, there's another lifeboat. I'm, two lifeboats launched while we were crashing. We should be able to find the other one. There's loud clashing noises as she's messing with stuff in the captain's cabin. Hold on. Two lifeboats plus this? I assume. I, she did say she was in the first one. So Yeah, I know. I'm doing math. So... We only saw everyone's only been talking about two, yeah, two things falling from the sky. Was the second thing a lifeboat, or was it the other ship that you said you were fighting? Do you happen to know, Mister Hurst? Uh, well, the lifeboats are real small, like so. Maybe the the light wouldn't show up, but if you saw it too, it was probably like the Kestrel and the other ship. Hmm. Hmm. I can't remember quite how close they were. I don't know if that would matter. With with any luck. The uh, the other ship is going to be real, real far away, because, like, uh, those guys suck. Suck how? Understood. And uh, it's at this point that Alana comes back and says, okay, I've got coordinates for the other lifeboat. All right, um, shall we go off, then? Uh, she's like, at this point, she looks up at the sky, and it is, like, dark outside. It is nighttime, and she says, I think we might have to wait till morning. I'm not sure we should be tramping through a spider-infested swamp in the middle of the night. I suppose that makes quite a bit of sense. Yeah, I'd really like to limit my spider encounters to once per day, if that's if that's fine. <laughs> all right, so why don't we all just bunk down inside the ship for safety and uh, wait till morning? That sounds good. Um, if we still do wish to keep a watch, if uh, one of you would mind just watching for four hours, I can cover the rest of the night. I don't think I'm going to sleep. Mr. Hurst is like, yeah, yeah, I can keep watch. Well, thank you, Mr. Hurst. You are quite a dear. Oh, you're real nice, too. Please enjoy the rest of my chocolate. And I give him the rest of my chocolate. Okay, he uh, immediately just, like, picks, puts the entire package in his mouth. I'm pleased. <laughs> Good chocolate, he says with his mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are taking a long rest? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All your hit points are back up to maximum. All your spell slots are back. Um, you didn't use any hit dice, so we're not going to worry about that. And any counters that uh, reset after a long rest uh, are reset, which at this point I think only applies to Alana. That would technically also be my um, bardic inspiration, but I didn't use yes. any, so whatever. You did not use any. Though I do need to see one thing. 
I am going to switch to spring. So by the time everybody wakes up the next day, I, I am, of course, already up and moving around because I only have to meditate for four hours. When you relieve him on uh, watch, you notice that in the cargo bay, he has carefully wrapped uh, the captain's body uh, and stored it off to the side where it should be safe and won't decompose too quickly. Until they can put it into the void. Cacophony, roll a perception check for me real quick. You got it. Wake me up before you go, go. Mackenzie. Like Mackenzie. <laughs> 17. Okay. Uh, good to know. So the rest of the watch passes without incident. Um, the rest of Mackenzie, you guys Mackenzie, we do are... not have the rights to that song. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay, well, it, it's uh, Wake Me Up Before the Spiders Show. Oh. Oh my god, do you have more lyrics to go along with that? I will make them up. Play in this face with me? <laughs> so, it is a new day. As you're getting up, uh, Mr. Hurst is kind of puttering around the ship. Uh, and as he sees all of you guys, he's like, So, uh, if you guys are going to find the lifeboat, I'm going to stay here and look after the ship, because I think more people might be coming. My dear Mr. Hurst, I think that is a grand idea. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. I'm going to try and fix her up a bit to make sure she can fly a little better when we get the Helmsmaster back. And if people do know you and, and they happen to see you, um, then I think that you would be a welcome face to see, whereas we would be unknowns to them. And if somebody doesn't know you and shows up to try and claim the ship, I think you would be a fearsome sight to see. Oh, yeah. No, I got a shotgun and everything. It's great. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, are there two of them? There might be two of them. <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, Alana also gets up. Uh, she quickly stocks up on supplies from the ship and that appears to be waiting for you guys. All right, uh, let's be off. Uh, come on, Alviva, dear. Come on. I'm coming. <laughs> oh, were you there silently the whole time? <laughs> well, of course. You are quite stealthy. That's what I do. Some of us can exist without talking I, all the I, time. I, I, I'm a stealthy lurker. <laughs> it's in my nature. <laughs> it says right there on her character sheet. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so you guys head out. Uh, Alana appears to know where she's going. Before long, you do get out of the swamp. So yay for that. Uh, and you guys start heading up into the hills, which are a much, much, much drier and significantly colder um, as you as the altitude increases. By the end of the first day, you have not yet reached uh, the lifeboat. Uh, it might be a good idea to camp for the night and then keep going the next morning. Uh, Cacophony uh, plays a song on her veal <clears throat> as they Golly. camp down for the night. <laughs> She's notably probably been humming and quietly singing as they've been marching this whole time. Okay. Just so everybody knows. Is, is, are we going to set a watch? Uh, if someone else can take watch for f the first four hours, I will take the rest of the watch. Okay. I'll get it. You'll get it? Okay. Yep. I sit down to meditate. Okay. So you guys are bedding down. Yeah. Uh, Juliana, roll a perception check for me. That is a 17. Okay. Yep. Watch passes without incident. So after four hours, mm. do you uh, do you wake up cacophony? Uh, but I mean, it's been so quiet these last four hours. <laughs> <laughs> after four hours, I do get up from my meditative posture. 
No. F one. <laughs> cursed. And I bow gracefully to Juliana. Hi. And I say, my dear, I will take over from here. Do get some rest. Okay, but you know rest generally occurs when people don't make noise, right? I am not planning on making noise while the rest of you sleep, my dear. Only when we're bedding down for the evening. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, sure. Wait, I'm, <laughs> you were I'm trying gonna... to figure out if that was a sex joke. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> My dear, I am not so crass as that. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sleep well, dear. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Cacophony, you're taking watch? Yes, indeed. Uh, roll a perception check for me. Eight. Oh boy. Oh, I don't like that sound. <laughs> uh, let's just check a couple of things real oh, quick. Oh, she sounds happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy. I enjoy playing this game with you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> Why do we get the feeling that this campaign is going to be nothing but psychological warfare on the part of our dungeon master? I mean, that's every campaign. That is every campaign. It's true. <sighs> yeah, but Kit in particular... <laughs> Wow. Um, Mackenzie, you are you are very lucky. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> these guys are rolling like shit. <laughs> oh, these. Oh, good. Good, good, good. As you're carefully watching the camp, you hear a twig snap uh, in the trees surrounding you. And I turn spot- my head, lift my hands, and like I'm turning on a light with the clapping noise, I go... <laughs> Okay. Does that actually do a spell, or are you just pretending like you're doing the clapper? That will actually do a spell, if I can actually get to my spell page. One moment, please. Okay, I guess I'm not making it, because most of them I have to actually see somebody. But I do stand up and start looking for where the trig crack was. Okay, you do spot four dudes in the trees surrounding you. Oh, dear. Okay, do they just... Are, are they just like human dudes? Are they elven dudes? Are they, they half elf dudes? They appear to be human dudes. Okay. Uh, and are they in the um, wow uh, racist fashion? <laughs> are they in fashion that one would typically call banditry? I would say they're slightly better, better dressed than bandits. They are probably other adventurers, but they do appear to have noticed that you've seen them. Okay, well, um, if they're other adventurers, they're in the trees. It doesn't necessarily mean they're about to attack us, um, though it's likely. Uh, <laughs> instead, I am going to attempt a little bit of diplomacy here. Okay. Uh, by which I mean, I'm going to say, um, Hail, is there a reason you're creeping up on us exactly? And I say this loudly <laughs> enough to wake my party members. Okay, well, <laughs> um, everybody else, you are awake. <laughs> Actually, yes, being the woodsman that I am, I've been lying still ever since the twig broke. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm on my feet. I thought we were being quiet. Juliana's still waking up. It's fine. Yeah, I I hear that. Yeah. Juliana waking up as well. And I'm poised to draw an arrow to knock on my bow. What cool. time is it? I'm slowly sitting up like, what's... We've got visitors, Juliana. That's why you're awake early. Great. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's just sort of blearily looking around. <laughs> with his... And I'm wondering to myself, how did this person ever survive this long? <laughs> so as Juliana's waking up... Out loud? 
<laughs> Come on, woman, yes, get a move on. <laughs> what? Gosh, danger, danger, Will what? Robinson. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, wrong, wrong scenario. Oops, we're not in space yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, one of the uh, one of the dudes steps forward. Um, he's slightly better dressed than the others. You're guessing he's probably the leader. He's got sort of a, a, a very well trimmed Van Dyke beard and a waxed mustache. Ooh, I love this man. <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, character i love him okay <laughs> in character you might not shortly yes spoiler alert <laughs> so he sta- he steps forward and uh is like well hello hello oh what fresh hell is this i don't suppose you any of you have seen a fallen star around here anywhere i would say that is not something we have seen uh roll a deception check <laughs> You got it. At least that's what I'm good at. 27. Oh my god, you crazy. That's a nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I like how Cacophony either rolls like garbage or rolls really well and there's no in between. (laughs) What can I say? Okay, he seems seems a little confused when he looks at you. Um, (laughs) He's like, well, uh, we are of the opinion that there's a lot of money to be had if we can manage to scavenge something like that. I don't suppose you would be interested in that sort of thing. Um, are you implying that you would like some help, sir? Because we do have a healer among us. I don't know if you do. Oh, no, we're we're fine on that front. But <laughs> let's say we team up to find the thing, split it 80-20, 20 your way. Uh, well, you see, there's, there's, a, there's a thing that we're actually doing out here, searching for a white heart. Um, but I suppose... If you could make it more, say, 60-40, that, that, that could be something we could do. I, uh, I imagine something like that might be a little bit more lucrative than finding a white heart. A white heart. <laughs> Alana, oh, really? by the way. Yeah, where's listening. Alana? Alana, by the way, is up. She's listening to this, and she's yeah. just slowly shaking her head at you. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm wondering. I'm looking towards Alana oh, okay. and sort of say, what the f- <laughs> Y'all you are bad show, at subterfuge. <laughs> Y'all gotta get better at this deception thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we're looking for a white heart. They'll make us kings and queens of... Roll a deception that is, check. That is the legend. <laughs> that is the legend, Juliana. Thank you. Fourteen. <laughs> Don't mind her. She just woke up. Well, he rolled a four, so he fell for it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Uh, At this point, Juliana is, like, in her, like, iron clothes. She's kind of, like, reaching around, patting the ground, looking for, like, a warhammer or something, or maybe a book. <laughs> it's very it's very early. Yeah, you notice several of the uh, the henchmen, so to speak, uh, watching you carefully to see where that hand is going. <laughs> the guy looks at you and goes, 70-30. 70-30, or we can go try and find a white stag that is said to be in these woods so that we can become queens and kings over our own kingdom and have a ton of money. I think we might go our separate ways, good sir. Right. In that case, we'll be taking your money. In that case, you shall die! <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. okay, I bucked my bow. <laughs> okay, everybody rolling it. Thank you all, Viva. <laughs> Speaking of shitty rolls, sick. Oh god, you rolled a one? Yes. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, okay. I rolled a 21. Uh, Alviva, what did you roll? 16. 
Okay, so uh, whereabouts were you guys on the map? Uh, where would I have been sitting? I would probably be kind of lingering um, towards the side so I could watch everything, and then I stepped forward to talk to whoever the leader was. Okay. Uh, I'm in the bedroll furthest from cacophony. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, top of the order is Jilliana. It's not spiders this time. You're welcome. Well, that that's a lovely change of pace. I appreciate your, your thoughtfulness. <laughs> Does everybody here have bows? Like all of our bandits, or do they, uh, or do they have melee stuff out? They have currently are they're currently armed with crossbows, but they are carrying scimitars. Okay, cool. Um, I am trusting that Alana has that loud noise making crossbow. <laughs> then I'm assuming that she can probably handle herself okay. So I am going to uh, attack the bandit um, up here. Okay, and uh, I'm going to attack them with my. Warhammer, because that's gone so well in the past. Have you know, it did that one time. (laughs) (laughs) And that is an 18. 18 will hit. Roll damage. Nine. Okay, nine bludgeoning damage? Yep. Okay, that's a a hell of a hit. Like, he he takes that thing right to the chest. He stumbles back a little bit. He's not down, but he is heavily wounded. Yeah, Juliana has basically her her hand was sort of feeling for whatever, and as soon as Cacophony is like, "You will die," she just like, "All right," and just <laughs> picks the warhammer and just sort of like in one motion, just sort of staggers across the lawn and just smacks the dude. <laughs> Excellent. It is too early for this. <laughs> okay, um, is that your turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, Alviva, you're up next, and you see you have a va- uh, advantage on any attack, any, on an attack against anyone who hasn't acted yet, which is all of them. Okay. So I've got my bow pierced, and I roll with an advantage. Uh, if you're using your bow, yes, you do also have your two short swords, and you get two attacks with yeah, those. Yeah, but I've already got it knocked uh, to okay. the bow. Ooh. So it's so- the guy right in front of you. Yep, they're right in front of me, but that's facing me. Yep, and I'm shooting off there, and seven piercing. Yeah, uh, that you rolled an 18, so that's mm-hmm. going to hit. So seven piercing damage, which is a lot. <laughs> he's pretty, well, yeah. He's pretty heavily wounded. He's standing right in front of me, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now what? Okay. Um, can, I, can I shoot him again? You can't, uh, unfortunately. Uh, 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 if you had used your swords, you would have gotten two attacks, but the bow is just one attack because you need two hands to use it. Um, you well, do now have, you tell me. You do You're have a spell. bloodthirsty. I love it. <laughs> okay, but he's down, right? Like, he's he's hurt. He's heavily wounded, yeah. He's not down and, quite yet, but he's he's pretty wounded. Um, and he and he's the boss guy. Yes, he is the boss guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I just, went, I just injured their chief. Um, yay me yay Yay me (laughs) so um you do have your movement if you want to get up close or you can stay where you are or you can move back well is he like down on one knee kind of thing he's so hurt no he looks like he's fully prepared to attack when his turn comes around oh well then i guess i will keep my distance um you can move a little further away towards the other side of the camp 15 feet to the left would do up next is alana See who's who's closest and who's pissing her off the most. Probably this guy right behind her. <laughs> so she's going to pull out the the nasty boom crossbow thing, fires that off at him. That's a twenty-two. That'll hit. Yeah, I would imagine. That's ten. Which oof, he's not quite dead, but he's very close to it. <laughs> oh man. 
Who did she go after? The guy right the behind her. The one on the upper right. You know, we should probably try to, like, keep these guys, like, at least give them the option to run away. <laughs> oh, like they beg for their lives. If anyone wants to roll an intimidation check on their turn, we can see how that goes. Ooh. I'm pretty good at intimidation. Okay, up next is the leader. We'll see how well he does first. <laughs> Actually, not up next is the leader. Now, because... see, strategically, I would have thought that we would all go after the leader. But, hey, that's just me. And I've been living in a wilderness eating nuts and berries. So what do I know? <laughs> it's all no, based no, no. on Everybody the numbers. Everybody knows you pick off the ads before you take on the main boss. Okay, okay. so, um, Alviva, directly in front of you, uh, you notice that uh, someone else has been hiding in the bushes this whole time. Really? So, oh, to be hello. A, he's, a, he's an elf. He appears to be a spellcaster of some kind. Uh-oh, that's not good. I know elves. They're that good. Oh, <laughs> and he said they were covered on the healing front. Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, I speak elvish, so, but that helps any. We also have an elf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, look what I just noticed. <laughs> <laughs> um, And you notice because he is currently casting a uh, spell. Uh-oh. Which is going to be Sacred Flame on Alviva. So if you could oh, roll hell. a dexterity saving throw. Luckily, you're probably okay at dexterity. 23. 23. Nice. <laughs> That's a good, isn't That's it? Good. You managed to dodge as a pillar of light comes streaming down from the sky and you take no damage. That's because I'm so agile. So after that is the leader. And between Cacophony and the woman who just shot him real bad, um, he's going to go for Alviva as well. And yeah, that's going to be the longbow. Uh-oh. Uh, that's a nine. That's not going to hit. Of course not. He does get two longbow attacks, though. How come he gets two and I didn't? <laughs> He's higher level than you. That one's a 17. That does hit. But I have Bantine Breastplate. Yeah, that protects you from uh, critical hits. You do take six piercing damage, which is not a huge hit. You take it to the shoulder, and it hurts, but you're not down. You're fine. Okay. Is it sticking out of me? <laughs> it is kind of sticking out of you. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, with that, he's going to move up to Cacophony. Okay. Cacophony, it is finally your turn. <laughs> Saves me from walking towards him because I'm going to casually draw my rapier, which I should note somehow in the middle of the night from somewhere. <laughs> oh my God. I put on some bright red fantasy jaw purse <laughs> with some knee-high knee shining black boots, and I'm wearing a rainbow-studded vest with fringe. That is somehow staying perfectly in place because I'm not wearing anything else with it. You sound like oh, one God. of the Osmonds. I basically am an Osmond right now. <laughs> oh. oh, so this so this is just a change that occurs at midnight then. Maybe. With the full moon. Maybe it's any time I disappear. Uh, so I'm standing there in my Osmond wear with the fringe kind of shaking in the wind. If and I draw this my roll, blade. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I draw my blade and I'm going to check if I beef this roll before I describe what happens. 18? <laughs> That'll hit. Oh, man. Okay. Damn it. And I, I drink my bowl and then I dramatically thrust forward uh, into like the little notch in his armor right below his uh, armpit. So it just goes into his armpit. Yeah, that's, that's a good hit. Uh, he's bleeding quite heavily. Um, he's not quite down yet, though. Oh, for crying out loud. He's tough. He's beefy. He's a beefy boy. He is the leader. Uh, and then as I do that, I draw my blade out and I fling my hand sideways and I call across the way to Alviva and I go, dear, a little bit of help your way. And I'm going to cast Healing Word. 
Okay. So uh, roll the one d four. Or one d four, and this is plus my plus four plus my saves so plus five. So that's uh, nine health your way, Elviva. Okay. Uh, you have recovered from all the damage that uh, you sustained. Um, wow. Well, thank you, Kit Kapani. Absolutely, my dear. So, uh, is that your turn? You want to move? Yep. That is my turn. I'm staying in his face. Okay. I, I will five foot step, I guess, sideways to be directly in his face. Okay. Uh, you're still in his attack radius. That does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, up and next- my hair swirls around me like a Trust Me commercial. Of course it does. So up next is the uh, the other four guys, the henchmen. Uh, the one that just got shot to hell by Alana is going to attack her. That's a 15. Her AC is 15. That hits. So she takes nine piercing damage. Which hurts, but she appears to be tanking that pretty well. Um, Jillianna, the one in front of you, is also going to attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 21 against your AC. That'll probably hit. Uh, yes. 17? Okay. Wrath of the Storm. Okay, you take four slashing damage to start, and then you're going to use your Wrath of the Storm reaction? Yeah, um, which, this is the first time I've used it on recording. Um, so this is something I get as being a Tempest Cleric. Uh, he has to make, if he attacks me, he has to make a dexterity saving throw, um, as a reaction to him attacking me. This is what he gets for waking you up, He rolls a 17. Uh, and what is that going to go against? I can't remember. Your spell save, DC. Ah, it's 14. Okay. Um, so he doesn't take as much damage, but... Since he succeeded on a saving throw, he now takes uh, basically half of 2d8, and I'm going to choose lightning damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, roll it. Aw, man. Okay, so he takes three lightning damage. You know what? That'll do it. He's dead. (laughs) So everybody, you guys watch as this guy takes a swing at Jillianna um, with his scimitar, manages to damage her fairly well and then (laughs) there's this tremendously loud crack as a burst of lightning comes out of her armor hits this guy and basically disintegrates him (laughs) Juliana my dear that was amazing it is too early (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) so uh, that leaves the other two uh, or the other one actually the last one uh, is going to walk up to Cacophony. Hello, darling. And also attack with a scimitar. That is a nine. I'm guessing that's not going to hit. That misses, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're fine. So I expertly, like, lean backward like a limbo dancer. <laughs> and straighten up again. <laughs> I hope you do a little shimmy with your shoulders. I absolutely do. And yet somehow the vest remains perfectly in place. <laughs> <laughs> but the fringe definitely rattles. Oh, the fringe definitely rattles. Is it beaded fringe? It is absolutely beaded fringe. Wonderful. It matches my pants. How terrible. I love it. Okay, top of the order is Jilliana's turn. Jilliana is going to... One moment, let me double check my spell cards here. Okay, I'm going to do a thing. (laughs) Oh, I love it. A thing. I love it when she does a thing. (laughs) I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy. Okay. Which effect are you selecting? I am choosing the effect of my voice booming up to three times loud as normal for one minute. (laughs) (laughs) And I am going to do an intimidation roll, and I would like to request advantage on that, uh, (laughs) since I just disintegrated a dude with lightning. I will say, yeah, you get advantage. (laughs) Yeah! Go, Juliana! Okay, so that's a 13. 
So okay. let's just let's just try to play this out. Okay, your booming voice. What do you yell? You attack us in the middle of the night. Go after some star. After we decide that we're not going to even help you, you decide to take our gold. You have no honor. You have no faith. You have a cleric who is not <laughs> even walking in any sort of light and yet tries to attack my people with holy radiance. Put down your weapons. We have no time for you. Leave us. <laughs> okay. Well, they all rolled below a 13, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they turn and they run. They run away. <laughs> Gem Jammer is performed by Kit Walker, Annie Creighton, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicki Sharon, and edited by Jake Mason. Our character art was concepted and illustrated by Rio, who can be found at vriosart.tumblr.com. Our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who can be found at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music was composed by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find us on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com and on Twitter at gemjamcast. If you enjoy Gem Jammer and want to support both this show and other projects, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thegemjam. Uh, which is a... God, excuse me. One sec. Tesla, holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) Everything is fine. You are alive, you're healthy, you're well, you are not dying. A door is closed, it will be okay. Jake, if you can keep that, that would be great. (laughs) 